Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Lane Martinez. I'm so glad that you stopped by today because we have a special end of the year show today. 2018 has gone by so quickly for me. Honestly, it has been quite a blur. It's been such a good year. It's, you know, had a few hiccups and a few, you know, setbacks here and there. But overall, it has been a really good year for my family. And I hope it's been a good year for you, too. But many of you may be ready for 2019 to start. And we've got some exciting things going on in 2019. So stay tuned for all of that. Real Victory Radio is designed to help you get real, ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory. You know, I say that every week, and we've covered a lot of different aspects of that getting real part of the show in the early shows. We had Kelly Bellari on talking about her book, Battle Ready. We got a little bit more involved with being authentic with Carrie Scott and her book, Unafraid. And we got equipped with my book, Becoming a Victory Girl. So we've covered all that stuff. And you can always go back onto the website at amyelaine.com and listen in to those missed episodes and catch any of the ones that you haven't been able to catch so far. So make sure that you do that. You can also connect with us at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and you can listen in on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So take advantage of all of that on the website. There's lots of great resources and links to other websites that will help you to live a victorious life. One of the things that God's been talking a lot to me about lately has been the power of sharing our stories. It is such a huge part of that getting real aspect of the show, and it really paves the way for others to show to see how God's showing up in our lives. When we will share our story and be authentic, we get to show people what God's done in our life. Everyone has a God story, whether they acknowledge it or not. Even just being born and being alive today is a God story. It's a miracle. But something big happens when we acknowledge God in our stories and we begin to share how he showed up for us and made a way for redemption, restoration, or maybe even a remodel of our entire lives. Because there's such power in our stories, I've decided to start a new segment on the show called Use Your Voice, Share Your Story, where I will be inviting some friends on to share their stories so that you can be encouraged by what they've gone through and how they have found victory in those stories. They are making a huge impact in the kingdom, telling their stories by being authentic and vulnerable. And so we're going to have them come on for some real talk and real encounter with God and let them share their stories. But, you know, what happened was that as I began to plan this segment of the show coming up for 2019, God began to say to me, hey, if you're going to ask people to share their story then perhaps you should go first. 
So that is exactly what I'm going to do today. We've been talking, I've said it a thousand times, I think, on the show that I was going to share part of my personal testimony, and I hadn't done that yet. And part of that is because I don't always necessarily like talking about the, you know, the ugly part of my life, but there is such redemption and such a beautiful follow up to all of that. My God story is that God showed up in a very big way for me, and I want to share that with you today. So... The reason I think our stories are so powerful is because they help build courage for others. They let us know that we are not alone. And hopefully our stories can bring change in someone else's life. So by telling our stories, we can help somebody else who might be on the verge of making a really bad decision or stepping away from God or maybe help them to turn back towards the Lord. So I'm hoping that my story will encourage you and inspire you today. And I know the stories that we're going to be sharing coming up will do that. So I'm going to just jump in and share my story. As you know, I've told you many times that I wasn't always such a Jesus girl. I've known him my whole life, but I didn't always have a really great relationship with him. I was born and raised in Oklahoma. I attended a Christian College. I went to Oklahoma Baptist University, and I grew up in a church that my parents attended for 45 years. We were there on Sundays and Wednesdays and went to youth camp and all the things. But I still, even though I knew him, I didn't have the kind of relationship that I have with him today. And some things happened. In the late 80s, I had a big humongous wedding with all the big hair and the big Baptist wedding at that same church that my parents attend attended for 45 years. And it was every girl's dream wedding. And it was also a big fat failure too. About two years after we got married, I was supposed to be the one who in my family who didn't get divorced, but I wasn't. I was the baby girl who was supposed to do things right, but I wasn't. I failed miserably at being married. And about two years after we got married, it was over. And if I'm honest, it was because of me. And that's not an easy thing to say, but it is the truth. For the record, divorce is always a two-sided thing. No one is perfect. But to be fair in this situation, it was my fault. I was the one who had an affair. We didn't even try to fix it. We just got divorced and moved on. He may have moved on. I didn't quite move on because there was so much guilt and so much shame for the things that I had done that I asked God to forgive me so many times, but I never really received that forgiveness. And maybe you're there today. Maybe you have never received forgiveness for that one big humongous sin in your life. And I want to hope. I hope that my story will help you to get to the place where you can accept that forgiveness. I never really received that forgiveness. And I walked around with that infamous scarlet letter across my chest. And I felt like it was even tattooed on my forehead. Felt like it had been scorched there. I was a very, very broken girl who didn't know how to love myself. And I didn't know how to love anybody else very well either. I was pretty much a complete mess, and I just kept making things worse. 
However, I looked like I was functioning really, really well. And I did happen to meet and marry my husband, David, a few years later. We built a beautiful life together. We had two adorable boys, one redhead, one dark, dark black hair uh, boy. And we went, took them to church and I went to mops and I stayed at home with them. We built a big fat house. We had just a big life and it looked great from the outside. But the thing is that it wasn't so good. I looked like a Jesus girl and I really wanted to be that girl. Oh, but I really wasn't. All of our big life really ended up not being enough for me. And I found myself 10 years into our marriage in the exact same situation that I had been in in my first marriage. Only this time, I hadn't crossed that line yet. But there came a day where I had been flirting with disaster and I was on the brink of having an affair. The good news is that I didn't. I had what I like to call an almost affair. But God, God showed up in an enormous way in my life just as I was about to make a really big, bad decision. It was as if I've never heard the Lord's voice audibly before in my life, but it was as if he was speaking so loud over an intercom right at me. And just as I was about to make a really bad decision, I heard the Lord in the most clear voice that I've ever heard him. And he said, baby girl, you don't have to do this. This is not who you are. This moment right here is the one that Jesus died for. You don't have to do this. And in that moment, the scales were dropped off my eyes. I could see my sin for what it was. And I made a choice to step away in the other direction, back towards God and not have that affair. It did not ever get to a physical place. And I am so grateful to the Lord for that because I had no idea that day that the enemy was coming for my marriage, my family, for my ministry, for this radio show, for the books that I've written. I had no idea what all he was coming for because I didn't know. I didn't see future Amy. I didn't know what was going on and what God had planned for me. But there was something big that God had for me to do. And I wanted to not miss out on that. And I can't say that I knew all of that in that one moment. But in that moment, I knew that God loved me so much that he would come and he would rescue me in the middle of my mess, in the ugliness, in the almost affair, and save me from myself, my own worst enemy, myself. And he did, y'all. He showed up in such a big way. And I never looked back. Now, it's not that it was just, boom, I was fine. There was a lot of healing that had to happen. There was a lot of restoration that had to happen within me. But God was so faithful. And as I spent time in his word and let him look inside of me and see 
the the deeper cause of those things, how I had found myself in the exact same situation that I never wanted to be in again. He was able to minister to those places and heal those broken parts of me. And that's why I say the tagline for my show and for my website, the verse that I always refer to is Psalm 5117 out of the message that says heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. God saw me that day and he sees you too. It doesn't matter what you've done, what's been done to you. When we turn our eyes towards him, when we say, yes, we are ready for your love, God, he is right there. He's already there waiting for you today. I want you to know that. I want you to know that he is waiting for you. He is ready for you to come back or come to him for the first time. There's nothing that we can do that makes him Never want to love us. He is such a good God. He always loves us. He is the pure, perfect father heart of God, of a father to us. And whatever you're facing today, whatever you are feeling like you can't get over, I felt like I couldn't ever change. Like once a cheater, always a cheater. And that is just a lie. And whatever lie the enemy is telling you today, I want you to know that you can say no more. And you can turn your eyes back towards Jesus or to him for the first time. And he will be right there waiting to forgive you. It took about 10 years for me to really get through all of the healing that the Lord wanted to do in that. And during that time, a lot of different things happened. I experienced an overwhelming loss in my life over a few period uh, years and things were not going well. So it wasn't an easy thing. I don't want you to think that just because we uh, turn our lives over to the Lord, that everything is going to be easy because it's not. There's work that he wants to do in our hearts and there's things that we're going to have to go through. But those things become our story. They become our story. And then we have the awesome privilege of sharing our stories when it's the right time with other people to encourage them, to build courage in them to change their ways to not do something, to do something, to turn back. We never know the power of our story. And sometimes we don't ever get to really see how much impact our stories have. But our stories have impact. You know, we think about the Bible stories about David and the giant. We're still telling that story today. We're still telling Mary's story of the virgin birth today at Christmas. We're still telling those stories. And those were times in their lives when God showed up in such a big way that they couldn't help but tell people about what God had done and the love that they had experienced. You know, during that time of loss that I talked about, it was a time where I really never fessed up to my husband. I didn't tell. There was only a few people that knew. And when that happened back in 2003, my husband didn't know the Lord. And one of the biggest things that the enemy came for that day 
was my husband's salvation. Three years later, when we were in the midst of all that loss, my husband came to know the Lord and he learned about forgiveness. He learned about forgiveness for himself and forgiveness for other people in such a way that I knew that I could tell him. And I did one day as I just as I was getting ready to step into a ministry position as a women's ministry director at a large church here in Colorado, the Lord said, hey, if you ever want to minister from that broken place where I've healed you, you're going to have to come clean. And I certainly didn't want to, but I did. And I told my husband what had almost happened. And for him, it was betrayal. It didn't matter that it didn't happen. He was broken. And it took us many years to get through that and pass that. But without the love of God, my husband would not have been able to forgive me. And that is the biggest thing that the enemy came for that day. Not so much about my future ministry or the books or the the radio show or all that stuff. It was for my husband's salvation. Because he might never have trusted God in the way that he did. And so I want to tell you today that we never know what the enemy is really coming for. We don't, we can't know all things, but the people in our lives are so very important and their salvation for the ones that are watching us and watching us live out our lives. I looked like a Jesus girl from the outside, but I really wasn't. I was not very good at loving Jesus at that time. But fortunately, God showed up. And today I can say that my husband has forgiven me. God has forgiven me. I've accepted that forgiveness and we have moved forward. We have been able to really seek God for restoration in our marriage, in our lives. And David would tell you today that he sees a completely different girl. He sees a girl who really does love Jesus and has learned to love him better by learning how to love Jesus better. So I hope that my story encourages you. I hope that if you are feeling like you can't change or your circumstances won't change, that there is always hope because if he would show up for a messed up, broken girl like me in that moment of my ugliest place, the place that I don't really like to think about or talk about, he will show up for you wherever or whatever circumstances you are in. That's the kind of God that we serve. That's the kind of God that he is. I share my story because every time I do, the enemy loses. And I win. Really, Jesus wins. (laughs) Learning to walk in wholeness and live in victory is not just a tagline for this show. It is something that God has done in me. And he will do it for you, too. Through the transforming power of the Holy Spirit, God moves within us and he changes us from the inside out. And that is why this show is so important to me that I want to encourage you to be victorious, to walk in victory, to walk in wholeness, because it's something that we really can experience. Paul writes, thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
God wants to deliver us. Deliverance is available to us. He is our rescuer. He is our savior. And at the end of chapter eight in uh, Romans, Paul goes on and he talks about, he asks this really big question. He goes, what can separate us from the love of God? And he answers that there's nothing, there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. In verse 37, he writes, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Can I get an amen for that? Jesus is so good. God is so good. There is nothing that we can do that God won't forgive when we ask him to. And there's nothing that's been done to us that he's going to let stand in the way of a relationship with him. He meets us in the middle of our messes. And I want you to know that today before we've gotten ourselves cleaned up, before we've fessed up, God makes a way for restoration, redemption, and real relationship with him. In Revelation, John tells us of a vision that he had of heaven where Satan, who is called the one deceiving the whole world, is summoned and he is thrown down to earth. And in chapter 12, verse 10 of Revelation, the Bible says, then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. Now salvation and power are set in place and the kingdom reign of our God and the ruling authority of his anointed one are established. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters who relentlessly accused them day and night before our God has now been defeated and cast out once and for all. Yes and amen. Verse 11 continues. They conquered him completely through the blood of the lamb and the powerful word of his testimony. That's the power of our stories. We get to defeat the enemy and proclaim God's goodness. Some versions read the power of their testimony, not power of his testimony. And I think both of those are really accurate because it's the testimony of what God's done in our life and how he's shown up that really becomes our God story. And there is power in that. So I want to encourage you to share your story today. We are going to have some different guests coming on to share their story. And I know they're going to encourage you. But before you close today, I want to share one of the sweetest scriptures that the Lord showed me this week. In Revelation 22, 4, the verse reads like this, and they will see his face and his name will be written on their foreheads. I read this this week as I was preparing for today's message. And what struck me was that no longer will there be that scarlet A that I felt like had been t- tattooed across my forehead. No, it will be the name of Jesus. We have been marked by God. And that is such a beautiful thing. So there was just an even greater healing this week as I prepared to share my testimony with you. So thank you for listening. Thank you for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. I pray that you have been encouraged by my story. And I hope that you will begin to believe God for the big, seemingly impossible things in your life. To quote from Becoming a Victory Girl, there's a quote in there that says, with God on our side, our battlefields become our valley of blessing. And that is where God shows up and writes our stories. I want to pray for you today that no matter what you're facing, that you will know and believe that God will show up for you. Father God, I pray right now 
in your son's beautiful, powerful name, Jesus, that you would come up, come and show up big in the lives of the listeners where they feel they cannot change or their circumstances cannot change. I pray that they would be able to believe and have the faith that only comes from you to believe in your goodness and your forgiveness and to accept every bit of forgiveness that you have for them. Lord, I pray that you would turn their hearts back to you, that you would make a way in this new year for them to have a deeper relationship with you. And we just thank you for all that you've done and all that you will do. And thank you for giving us God's stories that we can share. I ask this in your son's powerful name, Jesus. Amen. Y'all, thanks for listening today. It's hard to share your story, but when you do, big things happen. So I pray that you will be encouraged to share your story. And I thank you again for listening and for making Real Victory Radio a part of your year. And we will see you in the new year. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again. Again, next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.